Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Yo, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Class is in session. Please be seated. Behaviors that get attention get repeated. Avoid the power struggle because it will get you heated. Listen to Amanda because she knows how to teach it. Yo, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to the Parenting with a Punch show. I am your host, Amanda Hool. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have a wonderful guest today, Crystal uh, with Crazy Pieces. Crazy Pieces has been winning the hearts of viewers since 2015. They live by the phrase, life goes by so fast, don't blink, just film, which kicked off their family vlogging adventures. Parents Aaron and Crystal have three biological children and have opened their home to seven more children through adoption, making them a 12-person family unit. So exciting. So glad to have her here. Let's give her a warm welcome. Hello, Crystal. Hi. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited to have you on the show today and, and talk about your crazy adventures. God bless you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited too. So yes, please tell us. So Crazy Pieces is a, uh, a, a YouTube basically um, venture, correct? Correct. Yes. Awesome. So tell we, us about it. <laughs> so Your we story. basically vlog our everyday adventures. So we kind of like we said, we have three biological children. Um, but kind of how we got started is we first had two biological children and we were wanting to have our third and um, we tried and tried. We actually ended up going through fertility treatments and got pregnant, was so excited and ended up having a miscarriage. And, and it was really tough. It was a really hard time. And my husband actually came to me at that point and said, why don't we look into foster care and adoption? And I was immediately on board. I was like, yes, let's do this. So we started all the classes and you know, started our foster care adoption journey and ended up getting pregnant in the middle of it. Mm. So we just felt <laughs> to it at that point. I know that's how it works out, right? Yes. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> so um, we ended up still doing foster care and adoption and ended up finding seven amazing, wonderful children that helped complete our family. And that's just kind of how we got going. And then a lot of our kids coming from the foster care system didn't have a lot of, or don't have any um, pictures from their past, any baby pictures. Even some of them don't have memories. So we wanted to start vlogging and documenting every memory and every special moment. When did you decide to start vlogging? Um, was it at like a certain point in your journey or like a certain age that some of the, cause you have all ages. What are the ages of the kids? So our oldest is actually 25 and our youngest is, is three. Yeah, we, and then we basically have every age in between. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, very cool. Now, where are you guys located? 
We are located in Arizona and we decided to start kind of filming towards the end of our foster care journey. A lot of times with foster care, you can't put them on social media or they have really sensitive story backgrounds. Right. So kind of once we were past all of that and like we were doing our last adoptions, we started vlogging. Awesome. How many years have you been doing it now? I mean, we've been on YouTube for four years, but we've been like really vlogging like our everyday life for about a year and a half. Oh, that's, that's incredible. Incredible. So what was the, I, I mean, did you and your husband kind of like have a discussion on how many children you wanted to foster or? or I mean, it's kind of funny, actually, because my husband originally only said he wanted two kids and I wanted four. So we were kind of like, oh, maybe we'll have three. Maybe we will have four. We're kind of going back and forth. Right. Um, and then I guess ultimately we got 10. <laughs> but <laughs> I love how that works out because yeah, right? I feel like it was kind of just meant to be. And I felt like these kids just kept falling into place that it kind of just kept I, I don't know. And my husband feels the same way. He's like, I never imagined us having 10 kids, right. but the way that everything fell into place and kind of just worked out, I just, I felt good about that. So oh, that's, that's, that's really beautiful. It really is. So how do you navigate, um, you know, having that many children and, and vlogging and sort of like being online and especially with all the different ages? Cause I, I know that that's a challenge. It definitely can be a challenge. Um, my kids absolutely love it. And it's really interesting to be able to see, they go back and watch old videos and they, they're really invested in our, our story too, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> it's harder sometimes with like the littler kids or like um, in bad moods or you know what I mean? Different kids go through different things. There's definitely a time where I put the camera down and we don't vlog certain things, but... For the most part, if I don't vlog for a couple days, my kids are like, oh, mom, I got an A on my report card. Are you going to vlog that? Like, they're all excited to, to share that and remember all of those memories. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. Well, I think especially, of course, you know, children today are, are growing up with social media being such a huge um, part of our lives that it's almost probably like abnormal to not sort of you know, be so heavily involved because, you know, when we were growing up, it wasn't like that. Yeah. It's such a different time for sure. And getting used to social media. I mean, there are times when we have to protect our children when it comes to social media. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, as far as on my YouTube channel, like if there is any negative comments, as far as about the kids or anything, I do delete them because I don't want the kids to go back and see those kind of things. Um, but they all do have Instagrams and all of that, and they're mm -hmm. very involved in that, and they love it. They, it really helps them to be able to reach out to people who are having a hard time or going through things. They reach out to my kids. They reach out to me, and I love the impact that we're able to make through the, our social media. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's really an important thing because, you know, like you said, we're on it so much, and for the kids to be able to speak with other children you know I've always been super conscious of that um it, you know sometimes when I see followers come on and I'm like wow you know that that's that's like a young you know child and it's just interesting to see sort of like that dynamic um behind the camera and just you know who's out there and you just never know who's watching so how do you how do you go how did you sort of 
like filter out, um, you know, with their social media accounts and kind of like, how do you monitor that? Um, I mean, I do, um, I, well, my kids that have cell phones, my older kids, mm -hmm. um, they turn in all of their social devices every single night. And, and I kind of, I do go through them. I don't think that at the ages that they are, that it should be private or it should be, right. you know, not on my monitor. Um, mm -hmm. The other thing, I, I have a device um, called Circle. Yep. And it monitors basically everything as far as what apps I allow them to have, which ones they don't. And I'm able to track their location, all of those great things. But I definitely just keep an eye out. And the other thing I do with my kids is I have a very open communication with them. I tell them, you know, there's going to be people that message you. There's going to be people that you may send something inappropriate, all of those things. And as long as my kids have an open communication with me, they can come and talk about those things. And then we can work through them or we can, you know what I mean? I can kind of explain, um, you know, why someone may bully or send something not appropriate, all of those things. Um, I just keep my communication really open with my kids. And I feel like through that open communication that I can help keep them safe and, and explain anything. A lot of times, you know, people will bully if they've had a hard past or going through something hard. And, and I think if my kids understand that, they definitely feel better about situations. Oh, they, seriously, thank you so much for, for saying that. And, and I mean, a few things, but first, I mean, having that open communication with your children, you know, especially because they're so much online is so, so important. Um, and you nailed it. The, the fact that, you know, those that bully others are clearly going through something and they don't really know how to communicate their hurt. So they do it by lashing out to others. And I think when we show up with more kindness and compassion um, and love, you know, that's where we can really make those shifts and, and, and help those that are, they're kind of in those spaces of um, negativity and trying to hurt others. It's so true. And what's something really interesting about that is we had someone write um, some mean comments mm -hmm. and message one of my kids. Mm -hmm. And we wrote them back like, hey, what's going on? Why do you feel this way? And immediately it turned to, you know what, I'm sorry, I wrote that. I've been going through a really hard time. And basically, they just didn't know how to communicate that and how to. And now they've become one of our biggest supporters, one of our uh, biggest viewers. And we're really good friends with them at this point. And it's like, <laughs> it started from a negative comment, but ultimately, they were just hurting and they needed someone to listen. No, I, I think that's beautiful. And the fact, too, when you, when you mentioned about deleting the negative comments, um, I also, you know, I've gone through it and especially, you know, being you know, having that social presence. And when somebody writes something, like for me, I, I'm, I'm of course all about the positivity, especially when it comes to parenting and then being as, as mindful as we can and intentional and showing up. But yeah. having those negative, it just, it doesn't serve anyone. It doesn't serve the individual because when we're talking about, you know, being able to communicate to somebody, um, you know, something that, that may be going on or that where you're hurting, if you can't communicate from like a loving place, then there's no point in having that negative like energy out there. And to have those comments, it just, it just fuels more negativity. So the fact that you delete that, I, I, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I don't want, I don't think it's necessary or appropriate to leave any sort of like negative commentary out there at all. I, I don't think it's necessary. 
I totally 100% agree. And I feel like it just brings, you know, my kids down or me and it just, right. I, I'm all about positivity and positive energy. And right. so that's what yeah. I want to promote on our channel. No, absolutely. I, I, again, like that is so, so huge. Um, so with the, do you, with, with the um, YouTube channel now, do you sort of like talk about having that open communication with the kids and kind of like how you navigate on the social media with your we children, do. with your audience? We do. I mean, we're definitely very open on our channel and yep. we talk a lot um, about communication a lot on our channel yep. um, <laughs> and we show it. We don't just talk about it. I show how open I am with my kids. I show right. conversations or for me, one of my biggest things is like our goodbyes and hellos. Like even if they're mm -hmm. going to school or, you know, wherever they're going, it's right. a big deal for us because you just never know. Life is so short. And so I show that a lot on our channel of how just open we are with our kids and how much we communicate. Awesome. The fact that I, I just, I think it's such a, the more I'm seeing of the vlogging and family sort of sharing their stories, um, you know, through social media and especially with, with yourself, you know, having children of all ages, having them sort of be a big part of it, I think is just so important for our children today because as a society, I just feel that th there's so much chaos going on and just being able to be that light um, and then again, positivity is just so huge. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I truly, um, you know, with the communication and, and just, I love it. I, I love it all. The, the, the hello and the goodbyes, um, you hit that right on the nail too. I mean, we just never know when our last, you know, chance, chance are to, to maybe see that person again. And, and I think we, we underestimate the fact of, of life being so short and just really being able to like be present and, and take in the moments. Yeah, it's definitely something we try to do a lot is take in each little moment because you just don't know. And I know a lot of kids um, that, I mean, even the kids we've adopted from foster care, um, a lot of them got split from siblings or got split mm -hmm. from, you know, family that they were close with. And so right. I think that I've been really trying to teach my kids to just cherish every moment that they have. Yeah. And something else that you said too, uh, which is, what I really try and foster with families that I work with as well is have you taking their phones at the end of the night and just being in charge of that, I think is so huge because setting those boundaries um, really just teaches the children to, to not have, like to have that healthy balance with, with social media and with technology in general. Yes. And it, I think it kind of makes them responsible too, because, well, yeah. we have several <laughs> cell phone rules and social media yep. rules, but mm -hmm. um, turning them in at the end of the night, the other one that we have is not a, I don't allow my kids to delete messages, like text messages, mm. DMs they get. Yep. I have them keep those. And I was like, if someone sends you something not appropriate, something that, you know, we wouldn't approve of in our house, I would rather them come and say, Hey, the so-and-so sent me this than to right. delete the message and act like it didn't happen. So that's one thing that we go through at night with their cell phones and it holds them responsible and, and, and it helps foster that communication. Right, no, I agree. It, it definitely makes them responsible, especially in just, yeah, taking ownership and 
you know, teaching them, I, well, essentially not to lie and for, to have that open communication. Yes. Very cool. Very cool. So you now with crazy pieces, um, is there a sister-in-law that also has sort of a big family or? So yes, my sister, actually. Your sister. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So she has a channel called Crazy Middles. Oh, so we okay, cool. The crazies together, um, and she adopted as well, and and her story's really cool too. So hers, um, she adopted. She has twenty two children. So wow. <laughs> <laughs> it gets pretty crazy. But her whole goal with foster care were to put sibling sets back together. Okay. So which was amazing. And so she adopted four at a time or three at a time, like all these sibling sets. Right. Um, which is how she got to 22. But it's been cool because we've been able to go through the experience together. And, and you'll notice on my channel, she's on mine a lot. I'm on hers a lot. We do a lot together as far as cousins and our kids feel like they can really relate and they're really close cool. because they've experienced <laughs> foster care. They've experienced adoption and they're experiencing YouTube, you know, on our channels. Right. Together. That's awesome. They're, now, is she local to you or does she live elsewhere? She actually lives two streets down from me. Oh, look at that. <laughs> we always have to so live it, close to me. <laughs> That's beautiful. So you, you, have, you have that, uh, that connection and, and being so close, and especially with the cousins. The kids must absolutely love that. Oh, my gosh. They love it. And they just, they're all best friends. And I just, I love it. And I, me and my sister are best friends. So the fact that we can all be so close and our husbands are best friends. So it's just, yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> really big, happy family. Every day feels like Thanksgiving. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. <laughs> well, again, like God bless you. I think what you're doing is so important and such a positive message um, for the world that we live in today and, and helping your children's navigate through that open communication and fostering that responsibility and independence um, and taking ownership is, you know, everything that I, again, preach in the work that I do. So I, I, I know the importance of it. So I, I really do want to thank you for, for showing up and being that light. Thank you so much. You are welcome. So I would love to um, just have you share what would be your like number one advice that you would give to parents that are kind of navigating um, the social media world and technology with their children? Like, what do you think would be the most important thing for them to, to consider? I mean, I think the most important thing is the communication, but also to really talk to your children to understand because they have such a different understanding of social media than I feel like we do sometimes Mm -hmm. because they're living in a world where they grew up in it and they have it at school. They have it around their friends. And so hearing their opinions and their thoughts and their, even a lot of times when I film a video, I'll have my teenage girls watch it or the boys and be like, what do you think? You know, what kind of message is this sharing? And sometimes the perspective is so different than what I even thought it was. So I think definitely listening to your kids and respecting their opinion. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. Well, it was such a pleasure having you on the show today, and um, I look forward to watching your journey and, and sharing with, with, with my audience, and um, just keep showing up and, and rocking it. <laughs>
Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. This was so amazing. And I'm so, I'm so excited to be a part of this and a part of your podcast. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Yo, this ain't parents at to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents at to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Class is in session. Please be seated. Behaviors that get attention get repeated. Avoid the power struggle because it will get you heated. Listen to Amanda because she knows how to teach it. Yo, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Yeah. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.